Welcome to the one-year journey through the Holy Bible. Let's pray to the Holy Spirit to enlighten our hearts and minds to hear and understand the Word of God. Today we'll be reading Exodus chapter 9 to chapter 12. Chapter 9 The fifth plague, the pestilence. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh and tell him, Thus says the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, Let my people go to serve me. For if you refuse to let them go and persist in holding them, the hand of the Lord will strike your livestock in the fields, your horses, donkeys, camels, herds of flock with a very severe pestilence. But the Lord will distinguish between the livestock of Israel and that of Egypt so that nothing belonging to the Israelites will die. And the Lord set a defined time, saying, Tomorrow the Lord will do this in the land. And on the next day the Lord did it. And the livestock of the Egyptians died, not only the animal belonging to the Israelites, but not one animal belonging to the Israelites died. Although Pharaoh found upon inquiry that not much so as one of the livestock of the Israelites had died, he remained obstinate and would not let the people go. The sixth plague, boils. So the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Each of you take handfuls of soot from a kiln, and in the presence of Pharaoh, let Moses scatter it across the sky. It will turn into fire dust over the whole land of Egypt and causing festering burn boils on the human beings and beasts alike throughout the whole land of Egypt. So they took the soot from a kiln and appeared before Pharaoh. When Moses scattered it towards the sky, it caused festering boils on human beings and beasts alike. Because of the boils, the magicians could not stand in Moses' presence, for there were boils on the magicians as well as on the rest of Egypt. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he would not listen to them, just as the Lord had said to Moses. The seventh plague, hail. Then the Lord said to Moses, Early tomorrow morning, present yourself to Pharaoh and say to him, Thus says the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, Let my people go to serve me. For this time I will unleash all my blows upon you and your servants and your people, so that you may know that there is none like me anywhere on earth. For by now I should have stretched out my hand and struck you and your people with such a pestilence that you would have vanished from the earth. But this is why I have let you survive, to show my power, to make my name resound throughout the earth. Will you continue to exalt yourself over my people and not let them go? At this time tomorrow, therefore, I am going to rain down such fierce hail as there has never been in Egypt from the day it was founded upon to present. Therefore, order your livestock and whatever else you have in the open fields to be brought to a safe place, where whatever human being or animal is found in the fields and not brought into shelter will die when the hail comes down upon them. Those of Pharaoh's servants who feared the word of the Lord hurried their servants and their livestock into their shelter. But those who did not pay attention to the word of the Lord left their servants and their livestock on the fields. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch your hand towards the sky, that hail may fall upon the entire land of Egypt, on human being and beast alike, and all the vegetation of the fields in the land of Egypt. So Moses stretched out his staff towards the sky, and the Lord sent forth peals of thunder and rain. Lightning flashed towards the earth, and the Lord rained down hail upon the land of Egypt. There was hail and lightning flashing here and there through the hail, and the hail was so fierce that nothing like it has ever been seen in Egypt since it became a nation. 
Throughout the land of Egypt, the hail struck down everything in the fields, human and beast alike. It struck down all the vegetation in the fields and splintered every tree in the fields. Only in the land of Goshen, where the Israelites lived, were there no hail. Then Pharaoh said to Moses and Aaron, and said to them, I have sinned this time. The Lord is the just one, and I and my people are ones at fault. Pray to the Lord, even enough of the thunder and hail, I will let you go. You need to stay no longer. Moses replied to him, As soon as I leave the city, I will extend my hands to the Lord. The thunder will cease, and there will be no more hail, so that you may know that the earth belongs to the Lord. But as for you and your servants, I know that you do not yet fear the Lord God. Now the flax and the barley were ruined because the flax was in the ear and the because the barley was in the ear and the flax in the bud. But the wheat and the splint were not ruined, for they will grow later. When Moses had left Pharaoh and gone out of the city, he extended his hands to the Lord. The thunder and the hail ceased, and the rain no longer poured down upon the earth. But Pharaoh setting Pharaoh, seeing that the rain and hail and thunder had ceased, sinned again and became obstinate, both he and his servants. In the hardness of his heart, Pharaoh would not let the Israelites go, just as the Lord had said through Moses. Chapter 10 The Eighth Plague The Locusts Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh, for I have made him and his servants obstinate in order that I may perform these signs of mine among them, and that you may recount to your son and grandson how I made a fool of the Egyptians and what signs I did among them, so that you may know that I am the Lord. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and told him, Thus says the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, How long will you refuse to submit me? Let my people go to serve me. For if you refuse to let my people go, tomorrow I will bring locusts into your territory, and they will cover the surface of the earth, so that the earth itself will not be visible. They will eat up the remnant you saved undamaged from the hail, as well as the trees that are growing in your fields. They will fill your houses and the houses of your servants and all the Egyptians, something your parents and your grandparents have never seen from the day they appeared on this soil until today. With that, he turned and he left Pharaoh. But Pharaoh's servant said to him, How long will he be able to snare for us? How Let the people go to serve the Lord their God. Do you not yet realize that Egypt is being destroyed? So Moses and Aaron were brought back to Pharaoh, who then said to them, Go serve the Lord your God, but who exactly will go? Moses answered, With our young and old we must go, with our sons and daughters, with our flocks and herds we must go. It is a pilgrimage feast of the Lord for us. The Lord help you. Pharaoh replied, If I let your little ones go with you, clearly you have some evil in mind. By no means, just let your men go and serve the Lord. After all, th that is what you have been asking for. With that, they were driven away from Pharaoh's presence. The Lord then said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the land of Egypt for the locusts, that they may come upon it and eat all the land vegetation, whatever the hail has left. So Moses stretched out his staff over the land of Egypt, and the Lord drove over an east wind over the entire land, day and all night. When it was the morning, the east wind brought the locusts. The locusts came over the whole land of Egypt and settled down over its territory. Never before had there been such a fierce swarm of locusts, nor will there ever be again. They covered the surface of the whole land so that it became black. They ate up all the vegetation in the land and all the fruits on the trees that the hail had spread, spared. 
Nothing green was left on any tree or any plant in the field throughout the entire land of Egypt. Pharaoh hurriedly summoned Moses and Aaron and said, I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you. But now do forgive me my sin only this once and pray to the Lord your God only to take away this death from me. When Moses left Pharaoh, he prayed to the Lord, and the Lord caused the whole wind to shift a very strong west wind, which took up the locusts and hurled them into the Red Sea. Not a single locust remained within the whole territory of Egypt. Yet the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he would not let the Israelites go. The Ninth Plague, The Darkness Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand towards the sky, that over the land of Egypt there might be such darkness, that no one can feel it. So Moses stretched out his hand towards the sky, and there was a dense darkness throughout the land of Egypt for three days. People could not see one another, nor could they get up from where they were for three days, but all the Israelites had light where they lived. Pharaoh then summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Go serve the Lord, only your flocks and herds will be detained, even your little ones may go with you. But Moses replied, You must also give us sacrifices and burnt offerings to make sure the Lord our God. Our livestock must also be with us. Not an animal must be left behind, for some of them we will select for service to the Lord our God. But we will not know which ones are the ones to serve to the Lord until we get there. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he was unwilling to let them go. Pharaoh then said to Moses, Leave me, and see it to it that you do not see my face again. For the day you will, you do see my face, you will die. Moses replied, You are right. I will never see your face again. Chapter 11 The Tenth Plague The Death of the Firstborn Then the Lord spoke to Moses, One more plague I will bring upon Pharaoh and upon Egypt. After that he will let you depart. In fact, when he finally lets you go, he will drive you away. Instruct the people that every man is to ask his neighbor and every woman her neighbor for silver and gold articles and for clothing. The Lord indeed made the the Egyptians well disposed towards the people. Moses himself was very highly regarded by Pharaoh's servants and the people in the land of Egypt. Moses then said, Thus says the Lord, About midnight I will go forth through Egypt. Every firstborn in the land of Egypt will die. From the firstborn of Pharaoh who sits on his throne to the firstborn of the slave girl who is at the handmill, as well as the firstborn of the animals. Then there will be a loud wailing throughout the whole land of Egypt, such as there has never been, nor will ever will be again. But among all the Israelites, among the human beings and the animals alike, not even a dog will growl, so that you may know that the Lord distinguishes between Egypt and Israel. All these servants of yours will then come down to me and bow down before me, and saying, Leave, and you and your followers, then I will depart. With that he left Pharaoh's presence in hot anger. The Lord then said to Moses, Pharaoh will not listen to you, so that my wonders may be multiplied in the land of Egypt. Thus, although Moses and Aaron performed all these wonders in Pharaoh's presence, the Lord hardened Pharaoh's hearts, and he would not let the Israelites go from his land. Chapter 12 The Passover Ritual Prescribed The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month will stand at the head of your calendar. You will reckon it to be the first month of the year. Tell the whole community of Israel, On the day of this month, every family must procure for itself a lamb, a one piece for each household. 
If a household is too small for a lamb, it along with its nearest neighbor will procure one, and apportion the lamb's cost in proportion to the number of the persons, according to each household consumes. Your lamb must be a year old male without blemish. You may take it from either the sheep or the goats. You will keep it until the fourteenth day of this month, and then when the whole community of Israel assembled, it will be slaughtered during the evening twilight. They will make some of its blood and apply it to two doorposts and the lintel of the houses in which they eat. They will consume its meat the same night, eating it roasted with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. Do not eat any of it raw or even boiled in water, but roasted with its head and its shanks and inner organs. You must not keep any of it beyond the morning. Whatever is left over in the morning, it must be burned up. This is how you are to eat it, with your loins girt, sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. You will eat it in a hurry. It is the Lord's Passover. For on this same night I will go through Egypt, striking down every firstborn in the land, human being and beast alike, executing the judgment of all the gods in Egypt, I the Lord. But for you the blood mark will mark which houses you are. Seeing the blood, I will pass over you, thereby when I strike the land of egypt no destructive blow will come upon you this day will be the day of remembrance for you which your future generations will celebrate with pilgrimage to the lord you will celebrate it as a statue forever statute forever for seven days you must eat unleavened bread from the very first day you will have your houses clear of all leaven For whoever eats leavened bread from the first day to the seventh day will be cut off from Israel. On the first day you will hold a sacred assembly, and likewise on the seventh. On these days no sort of work shall be done, except to prepare the food that everyone needs. Keep then the custom of the unleavened bread, since it was on this very day that I brought your armies out of the land of Egypt. You must observe this day throughout your generations as a statute forever. From the evening of the fourteenth day, of the first month until the evening of the twenty-first day of the month, you will eat the unleavened bread. For seven days no leaven may be found in your houses. For anyone, a resident, alien, or native who eats, unleavened, who eats leavened bread will be cut off from the community of Israel. You shall eat nothing leavened. Wherever you dwell, you may eat only unleavened bread. Promulgation of the Passover Moses summoned all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go and procure lambs for your families and slaughter them for the Passover victims. Then take a bunch of hyssop and dipping it in the blood that is basin, apply some of this blood to the lintel and the two doorposts. And none of you shall go outdoors until morning. For when the Lord goes by to strike down the Egyptians, seeing the blood in the lintel and the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over that door and will not let the destroyer come into your house to strike you down. You will keep this practice forever as a statue for for yourselves and for your descendants. Thus, when you have entered the land which the Lord will give to you as he promised, you must observe this rite. When your children asks you, what does this rite of yours mean? You will reply, it is the Passover sacrifice for the Lord, who passed over the houses of Israelites in the Egypt. When he struck down the Egyptians, he delivered our houses. Then the people knelt and bowed down. And the Israelites went and did exactly as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron. The Death of the Firstborn And so at midnight the Lord struck down every firstborn in the land of Egypt, 
from the firstborn of Pharaoh sitting on his throne to the firstborn of the prisoner in the dungeon, as well as all the firstborn of the animals. Pharaoh arose in the night, he and all of his servants and all the Egyptians, and there was loud wailing throughout the entire Egypt, for there was not a house without its dead. Permission to Depart During the night, Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Leave my people at once, you and your Israelites. Go and serve the Lord as you said. Take your flocks too and your herds, as you said, and go, and bless me too. The Egyptians, in a hurry to send them away from the land, urged the people on, and they said, All of us will die. The people therefore took their dough before it was leavened in their kneading bowls, wrapped it in their cloaks on their shoulders, and the Israelites did as Moses had commanded. They asked the Egyptians for articles of silver and gold for clothing. Indeed, the Lord had made the Egyptians so well disposed towards the people that they let them have whatever they asked for, and so they despoiled the Egyptians. The Departure from Egypt The Israelites set out from Ramesses to Succoth, about 600,000 men on foot, not counting the children. A crowd of mixed ancestry also went with them, with livestock in great abundance, both flocks and herds. The dough that they had brought out of Egypt they baked into unleavened loaves. There was not leavened because they had been driven out of Egypt and they could not wait. They did not prepare food for the, country, for the journey. The time the Israelites had stayed in Egypt was 430 years. And at the end of 430 years, on this very date, all the armies of the Lord left the land of Egypt. This was a night of vigil for the Lord, when he brought them out of the land of Egypt, so that on this night all Israelites might keep a vigil for the Lord throughout their generations. The Law of Passover The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, This is the Passover statute. No foreigner may eat of it. However, every slave brought for money you will circumcise, then he may eat it. But no tenant or hired worker may eat of it. You must eat you must be eaten in one house it must be eaten in one house. You may not take any of its meat outside the house. You shall not break any of its bones. The whole community of Israel must celebrate this feast. If any alien residing among you would celebrate the feast of the Passover of the Lord, all of its males must be circumcised, and they may join in its celebration just like the natives. But no one who is uncircumcised may eat of it. There there will be one law for the native and for the alien residing among you. All the Israelites did exactly as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron. On the same day, the Lord brought the Israelites out of the land of Egypt company by company. The Word of the Lord.